Cyclone Football on Thunder Country, KIIC, Albia. teams and one big scoreboard. Now back to the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show, brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Along with Wendell Campbell, the ref, John Martinson, I'm Tony Anceni, Joe Millage, our executive producer. Thanks to Kevin Cunningham all season with the score updates. And we have the scores of all the quarterfinal round games and the pairings for the semifinals in the Unidome beginning next Wednesday with the eight player. We have some more coaches to come up on the coaches hotline. Let's get to the scores again. And we'll start in 5A tonight. We're top ranked two-time defending champ Southeast Polk beat Cedar Falls 21 to 20. It was number eight Ankeny, a 14 to 7 victory over Dowling Catholic. Thanks to Jeff Bauer, the head coach, for joining us on the the coaches hotline. West Des Moines Valley they surprised Waukee tonight 20-7 to and it was number 10 Ankeny Centennial defeating Bettendorf by the score of 41-14. to Taking a look at the pairings in Class 5A as they head to the Dome on Friday for the semifinals at 4 o'clock West Des Moines Valley takes on Southeast Polk and the Battle of Towns. Ankeny and Ankeny Centennial will meet in the, in the semifinals at 7. In Class 4A tonight we just heard from Coach Justin Denner up there in Western Dubuque as they defeated North Scott, number one over number four, 21 to seven. Number three, Lewis Central, 32 21 winners over 10th rated ADM of Adele. It was eighth rated Bondurant Farrar advancing to the dome with a 31 21 victory over Glenwood. And it was also number five, North Polk defeating number two and defending champ Cedar Rapids Xavier, 17 14. So a new champion to be crowned in 4A. They'll, their semis will be on Thursday the 9th at four o'clock. North Polk and Lewis Central meet. And then at seven o'clock, it's the the Blue Jays of Bondurant Farrar against Western Dubuque Epworth. You think in that 5A, you think the two Ankeny schools, they can share a bus? Maybe one have like the left side and <laughs> no, one have the right side? No, no. You, you don't think that'll... No, probably won't just fall. trying to save some gas. Well, no, I don't you know, think so. You never know. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, well, we're going to skip now past 3A. Let's go back to Class A and A player here, and here's Wendell Campbell. Let's get to those finals in Class A here tonight, and kind of a kind of an oddball here, but three road teams winning tonight uh, as uh, East Buchanan goes on the road and defeats uh, previously undefeated St. Anne's 30 to 16. Your number one team in Class A, Woodbury Central, they have no trouble tonight with number nine, Logan Magnolia, 35 to nothing. Uh, the other two road teams that won tonight, number four, West Hancock, 44 22 over Wapsie Valley. We heard from K-Way's Taylor Nitz earlier tonight. And uh, number three, Ma- Madrid goes to 11 0 with a 21 14 defeat of previously unbeaten ACGC. So, what does that look like in Class A for next week? And that would be Thursday morning. Get your eggs and coffee and let's watch Madrid take on West Hancock at 10 a.m. And then after lunch, East Buchanan will be taking on Woodbury Central at 1 o'clock. Those are all finals in Class A. Looking over at Class A player, which uh, played last night, and here we have two and two, two on the road and two at home that got victories last night. First of all, number six, Gladrick Rhinebeck, 33-20 over Clarksville. We heard from uh, Coach John Olson earlier this evening. Uh, number uh, number four, Bedford moves to 11-0, 36-24 defeat of Lennox last night. And we heard from Coach Jeremy Nolly uh, earlier tonight as well. And then it was number one, Winfield Mountain Union in Class 8 player. They moved to 11-0 with a 34-29 defeat of the Dons of Don Bosco. Don Bosco ends their season at 9-3. and 9-2, uh, I'm sorry, 9-2. This would have been the 11th game. And then uh, finally in Class 8 player, Bishop Garrigan, uh, as they hosted number two, Camavanita. Camavanita ends their season at 10-1 as Bishop Garrigan gets the win tonight, or last night, 26-16. And I believe we have Marty Wadley uh, on the, the coach's hotline right now with Tony. 
Let's get back to the coach's hotline right now. And last night, Bishop Garrigan of Algona improved to 10-1 and on the year with a big 26-16 victory over previously unbeaten and number two rated Cam of Anita. And head coach Marty Wadley joins us on the hotline. Coach, congratulations. Nice big win last night. And now your team is headed up to Cedar Falls in the Unidome. Our seniors and our program and our, and our school and our community. Uh, tell you what, it, uh, it was a hard-fought battle last night, and our kids uh, just kept having that, you know, that that fire and that will and that intense of fortitude. Just keep after it and keep plugging away. And what a great job they did last night. Uh, talking to head coach Marty Wadley from Bishop Garrigan. Coach, congratulations on a big win. You know, you, you start your season off with a loss. It's, it's tough coming out of all the two-a-days and summer practices, but you guys have ra- racked off, you know, 10 straight wins here. Um, you, you've had uh, 32 seasons there at uh, Bishop Garrigan, so, you know, this is uh, nothing nothing new for you, but, you know, just talk about, you know, your senior leadership on this team and what it means for you guys to get back there uh, first time back uh, since 2018 in the playoffs, and then you guys g- have are on the road to the Dome. Well, you know, we only have seven seniors out. They're they're great kids, and they've worked really hard. Uh, this group, uh, I think, this group of seniors before this year never won a homecoming game. Uh, I don't think they had a winning season uh, with all three of the previous years going into this year. And uh, they've worked really hard in the off season and done a great job and and just worked to becoming better teammates and better players and have improved tremendously and and you know we talk about this and maybe i mentioned this last week i don't know but you know we, we talk about our seniors being leaders and, and not just kind of showing people the way but grabbing them by the hand and pulling them right along with them and i think this group has done a great job of that this year and with our juniors and our sophomores that are playing along with these kids uh, uh, they've just done a really good job and have things clicking very well and they're playing really hard that's one thing i say about our kids our kids play hard we're talking to Marty Wadley, the head coach of Bishop Garrigan of Algona, as they head to the Unidome in eight-player fashion on Wednesday, November 8th. We'll take on top-rated and unbeaten Winfield Mount Union. And, Coach, i got to say this. How do you prepare now as a head coach? You know what your football team's all about. You're going to know what Winfield Mount Union's all about. But how do you get them ready for 10 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> well, that, that, that might be a little bit tough. But, uh, you know, I think we'll just, we'll just go with it. We're going to try and leave here about 5.45 or so and jump on the bus and, and head towards Cedar Falls. And they can relax for a while there. And, you know, it's uh, it's, it's going to be a little bit different just because we're not used to playing that. This is, I think this is the first time. This be the fifth time I've coached in the semis. I think this is the first time out of those five. No, first and fourth time. I'm sorry. This is the fourth time. This will be the first time we've ever played the early game. We usually play the 1.30 or 1 o'clock game. So it'll be a little bit different, but we'll, we know we'll have a pretty set schedule on what we're going to do and, and that. And one thing it does take, and if you've ever coached in the year done before, it doesn't take very long to warm up. So you're going to get you're going to get there, and you're going to get your picture taken and all that stuff and neat, and then we'll get out there on the field and tell you what, you can warm up pretty quick in a short amount of time in the year done. And I tell you what, Coach, uh, having that 10 o'clock game, it's going to be all about who can get up and be ready to play football right away. And, and I think that uh, you know may play in your favor. You've been able to get your kids off the off the bus, like I said, out of that hotel room and ready to play at 10 o'clock in the morning. But, uh, Coach, congratulations. A great season uh, for, for Bishop Garrigan. We hope, uh, hope maybe a couple more weeks of practice for, for your seven seniors and the rest of the Golden Bears. Well, thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. We're sure, we're sure that's our goal anyway. We're sure going to see what we can do on Wednesday. All right, Coach, thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck uh, in the Dome. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it again, guys. Thank you.
And the Steffes Group, the nation's fastest-growing auction company, bringing you the uh, coaches' hotline. Visit them at steffesgroup.com. As we take a look at Class 3A, it was uh, Creston staying undefeated, 50-27 to over Webster City. Solon by one point better than uh, West Delaware in a, a shootout tonight, 36-35. Same for Williamsburg. They hold off Mount Vernon late at uh, Williamsburg, 38-35. And a three-overtime dandy play between Bishop Helan of Sioux City and Sioux Center. Doug Brook of KC- KSOU has this report. Class 3A, fourth-ranked Sioux Center advances to the quarterfinal round of the Iowa High School football playoffs with a 28-21 win tonight over Algona at Open Space Park in Sioux Center. The game started out fast, looking like it might be a shootout. Algona got on the board first, a five-play, 76-yard scoring drive, capped off by a 15-yard touchdown pass from Alex Mansky to Park. Porter Reefer. Sioux Center answered its first play from scrimmage was a 63-yard touchdown pass from Brody Van Regenmorter to uh, Cade Bauer to tie the game at 7. Then uh, Algona on its next play from scrimmage, a 59-yard touchdown pass on and a halfback option from Evan Alley to Porter Reefer. The uh, extra point failed, uh, leaving Algona in front by a score of 13 to 7. Later on in the quarter, Algona would block a Sioux Center punt to set up a short field, and uh, they would score another touchdown on an 8-yard run by Alex Mansky, and Algona led 21 to 7 at the end of the first quarter, but the Sioux Center defense dug in the rest of the way, and the Warriors would chip away at that lead. Solomon T would score on a 1-yard touchdown run, making it 21 to 14 at halftime. In the second half, the Warriors would add a one-yard touchdown run from Seth Anderson and a five-yard run from Solomon T to take the lead with 3:13 left to go in the third. And uh, the Sioux Center defense uh, held uh, the rest of the way for a 28 to uh, 21 victory. Uh, Sioux Center defensively forced five Algona turnovers, including three interceptions. It was the first three picks of the year thrown by junior quarterback Alex Mansky of Algona. Solomon T. rushed for 130 yards to lead the Sioux Center offense. Cade Bauer, the player of the game with the touchdown reception on offense, two interceptions defensively. Sioux Center moves on to the Class 3A quarterfinals, defeating Algona 28-21. From Open Space Park in Sioux Center for Sioux County Radio Sports in the Iowa High School Football Scoreboard Show. I'm Doug Brew. So the uh, 3A semifinals Saturday at 4 o'clock, Crescent and Sioux City Heal, or Bishop Helon of Sioux City, followed by Williamsburg and Solon, a rematch of a district uh, game won by Solon overtime uh, earlier this year. That's a 7 o'clock matchup for Raiders and Spartans. All right, we're going to take a break. Thanks to those on AM 1470 and 96.3 FM K-Way Sports Network in Waverly and in Webster City on Q95 KQWC and all of our great affiliates this 2023 Iowa High School football season. The Iowa High School football scoreboard show, we have about eh, less than 20 minutes left on our season tapper as a team's head of the dome for the championship rounds, the semifinals, and the finals. We'll be back with more scores from 2A, 1A, A, and A player as well, and we'll recap the semifinals after this timeout. From Lake Okoboji to Lake Rathbun, we've got more scores coming up here on the Iowa High School scoreboard show, brought to you by 
and Bex Hybrid. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Beck's, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Beck's, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. The internet's buffering again. Dad! Dad! Drew! Are you trying to ruin my social life? There's no Wi-Fi in the basement. It's a dead show. Great. Now CJ thinks I ghosted him. I should probably just drop out of school. Spoiler alert. Everything glitches. Lousy internet. It's all your fault. Can't escape the horrors of slow, unreliable internet? Ditch the drama and switch to Extreme. Enjoy an always-on, always-fast connection with high-speed internet and whole-home Wi-Fi for $34.99 a month for two years. Call 844-4FASTER or shop online at Extreme.com. Offer available to new customers only. Two-year price lock available for the Prime Internet 100 package. Advertised price includes $10 a month credit for auto pay and paperless billing. Activation, installation, modem rental taxes and fees are extra. Call Mediacom or go online for details. This is Nate Ammons with United Country Real Estate. We know the sale and purchase of ag land or recreational property is a big deal. Whether you're looking to buy or sell country homes, farms, hunting land, or any other type of lifestyle property, United Country has the ground covered. Our national marketing program, paired with our local family-owned brokerage, makes United Country Southern Iowa's number one source for ag land and recreational property. View our listings or learn more at uciowa.com. A good life begins with a good company. Zero Connect, where we're doing business the best way possible. Alongside our successful employees, we are giving back to our community through our nonprofit community group, Zero Connect Cares. Our dedicated staff is on a mission to give, from local coat drives and food drives to giving Christmas gifts to those in need. We're making a difference right here at home. Come and join our team and see why our employees love Zero Connect. Now hiring for first and second shifts in production. Apply today at zeroconnect.com. This is the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Here's your host, Iowa Broadcast Hall of Famer, Tony Adzani. Two receivers from the short side of the field, one out to the left on the wide side. Speaker in the shotgun, takes the snap, back to throw. Here comes Trainer. Speaker unloads, and is picked off. Sam Plack has it again. He's across the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. Sam Plath down to the 15-yard line. His second pick of the night. Great to work by our affiliates all across the, the board, river to river, border to border, as we say. That's uh, KLGA's Tyler Lance and that uh, Bishop Garrigan and uh, Cam matchup. Tony? Let's get back to the coach's hotline. And right now the coach on the hotline is Scott McCarty, the head coach of Winfield Mountain Union, one of the two unbeaten teams left in Class A player. After defeating seventh-rated and perennial power Don Bosco 34-29 to on Thursday night as they head to the semifinals in the Unidome. Coach McCarty, big victory. Congratulations on advancing to the Dome. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. First time for Winfield Mountain Union since when uh, going to the Dome, Coach? Uh, I think 
it's the first time since 1999 that Wolves will make, make him a trip. So celebrating like it's 1999 then. I, that oh, yeah, makes perfect go. sense. There Where's is. the drum world at? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, nice job. And uh, a game, it was a five-point uh, margin like uh, Tony mentioned. The uh, game was close all the way. What's that? Was that game close? Was your game with the Dons close all the way? Yeah, well, yeah, it was. They uh, they came out, they scored first drive, um, and then we had to come back. We ended up having the lead. It was tied at half. Um, we had, we ended up getting about a ten point, eleven point lead. Uh, they scored um, and they cut it to five, uh, and then they had the ball marching at the end. Um, they had a chance. We put some pressure on their quarterback. He rolled out. He threw it to the end zone as time was expiring, and we uh, we picked it to seal the deal. Uh, so pretty dramatic fashion there for us uh, last night. We're talking to head coach uh, Scott McCarty from Winfield Mountain Union and the Wolves uh, advanced onto the Dome. Coach McCarty, congratulations. You know, looking at uh, your schedule and doing some homework for tonight, uh, your defense has really stepped up. And looking at uh, guys like Cam Buffington and Abraham Edwards, and, and talk about the senior leadership on your defense that's really been shutting people out all season. Yeah, absolutely. And you talked about two of the main main factors there. Uh, Cam and Abram have done a really nice job of leading the way. Um, you know, Cam as a linebacker and Abram as a defensive end. And, uh, you know, we were talking uh, as assistant coaches, we were, you know, trying to figure something out at the end of the game. And Abram's like, don't call blitz, just let me do what I do. And he did. He did a really nice job. So he leads the way. And then um, another couple of seniors, especially Cole Milks, um, he's had a really nice year for us as a defensive back. Um, and, and our seniors are very senior dominant. Um, you know, we're eight man, and I think we start six seniors on both sides of the ball. So those guys have been around. They've played a lot of football, and, and they've seen a lot of things. Um, you know, so the game's coming pretty slow to them. Uh, you know, and, and those guys just they work hard, um, and, and so we're seeing a lot of we're seeing success because of their preparation um, for every game. Do you uh, so looking too? Do you give Cam a, a playoff? He's got uh, you know 1,300 yards so far the so far this season and leading your team in tackles. So does he ever get a get to take a playoff and drink some water? Or is he just a guy that's out there beginning to end? No, we we, we try and um, manage it a little bit with him. Um, you know, we like I said, we've had some guys that have stepped up. Um, our quarterback Jake Edwards has done a really nice job uh, in the passing game where we can alleviate. Some of those hits and things on Cam, um, you know, Cole Milks, Carter Lloyd, Abram Edwards, Eli Miller, all those guys, you know, their numbers aren't as, as big and, and as exciting as Cam's, but they're extremely important because they take hits off of them. I think compared to last year, he's about 75 carries less than where he was at, and so his body feels a lot better. Um, he's a fresher for defense, and, and that's the main reason, right? You know, we only give up 11 points a game uh, in eight-man football right now, and that's a, that's a pretty big number. Um, you know, that's pretty impressive, and a lot of that has to do with him being able to go and run sideline to sideline and make plays for us as a linebacker. We're talking to head coach Scott McCarty of Winfield Mad Union. They'll take on Bishop Garrigan of Algona on Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock in the Unidome in the semifinals of Class A player. Coach McCarty and brought the Edwards name up, and before we got on the air with you, I brought up Jess Settles High School, and then, of course, you said Clay Edwards, of course, the Iowa State, and, and of course, Jess went to Iowa back in the days playing some big-time basketball for those schools. The Edwards name's definitely uh, probably his son. Is that right? And, uh, his oldest son is Abram. Uh, he has a, his middle son is Jake, and then he has a younger uh, his youngest son Max is also on the team who plays receiver and tight end for us. So he's got three boys, and, and he's on the wow. staff. So it's kind of a it's a fun dynamic for us. That's a small world. Because I remember when I first started covering high school sports. Uh, those are the guys that I was remembering in small town town Iowa. And one thing about Iowa that's really cool, you see him go back home, and that's a good story here in Winfield Mount Union. Yeah. Talking. All those guys will play in his kids on the team. 
Again, we're talking with head coach Scott McCarty of Winfield Mountain Union. Coach, talking to you know, a little bit about the Golden Bears of Bishop Garrigan, you know, 32-season uh, head coach Marty Wadley. Um, this is their 20th trip to the playoffs, so no no uh, real secret there. But what do you know about the Golden Bears? Point uh, of the season, you're playing high-quality opponents. Um, you know, they've got some nice-sized kids. You know, they, they, they're just physical. A lot, of, a lot of positives for that program. Uh, they spread the ball around really well. Um, they're going to be downhill. And, and I think it was a, a good matchup for us with Don Bosco, as physical as Don Bosco was, uh, because I believe Garrick is going to play very similar to that. Um, you know, and so we got tested a little bit with Gar- or excuse me, with Bosco, um, and now we have Garrigan who plays. I mean, they don't run the same schemes and stuff, but they're very similar in their, their mentality and, and physicality. So, um, you know, it's going to be a, a, a tough challenge for us, but um, I think our kids are going to be be ready. They're going to be excited for the opportunity, like, uh, like we were saying, first time since 1999, and, and so our kids are going to try and soak it all up, but not let the moment get too big for them. Well, Coach McCarty, thanks for joining us. Uh, congratulations on the win last night. Good luck this Wednesday uh, in the Dome. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And that's uh, Coach Scott McCarty at uh, Winfield Mountain Union and the Wolves uh, taking on Bishop Garrigan in the state semifinal this coming Wednesday. All right, we're going to get head coach Brad Schmidt of Columbus Catholic efforting him after the break. We'll take a timeout. It's the closing bell of the Iowa High School scoreboard show for this 2023 season. We'll get you the semifinal round matchups and the coach's interview after this timeout. Powered by 5A, all the way to 8 player. We'll be back with more on the Iowa High School scoreboard show. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Bex, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. At Farmers Bank in Centerville, we proudly support the community of Albia. Are you a farmer in need of lending? We have experienced lending professionals ready to help you find the right financial package for your ag operation. We'll work with you to secure financing for livestock purchasing and crops and operating equipment to farm real estate lending, lines of credit, and loans for the beginning farmer. Farmers Bank of Northern Missouri in Centerville. Visit us on Facebook or on our webpage at onlinefarmersbank.com. Member FDIC. Which fall upon us and the 2023 crop going in the bin is now time to start planning for the 2024 crop. Let Nutrient Ag Solutions provide you with seed, chemicals, and fertilizer for all of your needs. Give Nutrient Ag Solutions a call in Oskaloosa at 641-673-9298 or New Sharon at 641-637-4050. Solutions, it's in the name. When it comes to your insurance for your home, auto, farm, and business, think about your very own hometown insurance company, G&P Insurance. Right here in Albia for 12-plus years, family-owned and operated. We are proud of our hometown just like you are. From the wonderful Welcome Home Soldier Monument to all the local businesses thriving in our community, the wonderful churches and kids excelling throughout our community, we are proud of Albia just like you. Proud to support, serve, and protect our community. Next time you think of your insurance and protection needs, think of GNP Insurance. No one likes to think about death, let alone plan for it. But making this important decision today allows time for consideration of all details with a clear mind, free from the stresses and confusion immediately following death. 
Pre-funding a funeral is a thoughtful and loving act to remove the financial burdens from loved ones under difficult circumstances, and it ensures that your wishes will be carried out. It may seem intimidating to begin planning your own funeral. However, the staff at Tharp Funeral Home would be happy to meet with you under no obligation. Contact Tharp Funeral Home in Albia at 932-3129. Here we go! Live from Radio Iowa, it's the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Now back to the studio. All right, along with the ref, Wendell Campbell, John Martinson, I'm Tony Asini, Joe Millage, our producer. Thanks again to Kevin Cunningham with the score reports all season long as we have given you all the scores as these teams head to the Unidome. And let's take a look now as we close down tonight at the semifinal round matchups in each of the classes and we'll begin in Class 5A, where they'll play on Friday, the 10th of November. And at 4 o'clock, it'll be West Des Moines Valley and number one, Southeast Polk. Southeast Polk, the two-time defending champs. West Des Moines Valley, 32 straight postseasons. So that's the largest streak in Iowa high school football history. And they met in week one. And it was Southeast Polk just getting by 24 to 18. And I'm pretty sure uh, multiple people in this studio said when, when Valley started slow, you know, they started 0 and 4. 0 and 4. Yeah. Give them some time. A Gary Swenson coach team, you know, they're going to figure it out, and they most certainly have. They keep that, uh, that streak alive. And now we see they're going to take another trip to the Dome. And, you know, they've got some really good football fields around Des Moines. Maybe they start <laughs> playing that 5A championship game, not on the Dome. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Well, the 7 o'clock game, they might as well stay in town because it's 10th rated Ankeny Centennial at 7-4 and four, taking on 8th rated Ankeny at 8-3. and three. Half, so. of Des Moines, half of Des Moines is going to be in that uh, going to be in that town. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, for the semifinals in Class 4A, they're on Thursday the 9th. At 4 o'clock, it'll be 5th rated North Polk. They are 9-2, and two, taking on 9-2 and two, and number 3 rated Lewis Central at Council Bluffs. That'll be followed by the 7 o'clock game where we'll have top-ranked Western Dubuque of Epworth at 10-1, and one, facing 8th rated Bondurant Farrar at Nine and two. So basically, last person out of Polk County, you know, turn the lights off next week because they'll all be headed to the dome. All right, in Class Three A at four o'clock, and this, these games will be on Saturday, a week from tomorrow, four o'clock. Uh, Bishop Helan, the, the, they've won five straight road games coming into the state semifinal. Their first semi since 2014, as they take on the top seed and only undefeated team in Three A left. That is Creston and the Panthers, as they fell down uh, 19 early tonight to Webster City, came back to win. Uh, impressively over the uh, the links, and then at seven o'clock, it's Solon and Williamsburg battle of ten and one teams uh, will meet for the second time this year. Solon won the district matchup in overtime earlier this year. So you're saying the Crusaders, who had five road wins this year, won more games than they've, won ro- than they've won in the last three years oh, that's combined? Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. By, so that's five straight road wins yeah. going into this uh, contest in the dome. And by the way, five A's defending champion is back. Southeast Polk. Four A new champion coming. Xavier's out. Three A new, new champions champion. coming because yeah. Harlan. Out. Yep. Let's go to two A. And in two A, we have the opportunity to have two defending state championships uh, <laughs> potentially playing each other. As your uh, Saturday on the eleventh, uh, ten a.m. game will be Monticello and uh, great quarterback Preston Reese looking to break uh, all sorts of records. I think he has broke Hunter Decker's uh, all-time passing record here in Iowa. They will be taking on uh, Van Meter and the hopes and dreams of Tony Etzeni. <laughs> Why uh, you do this to me? <laughs> as they look to go to twelve and zero, a great game at ten a.m. and then. At at 1 o'clock after lunch, uh, you've got Spirit Lake 
10 and 1 coming into this one. We'll be taking on Central Lion, George Little Rock uh, at 11 and 0, and the hopes of that District 2 in Class 2A, and my uh, my uh, prediction from earlier in the season. So we'll see if we can have that. So Central Lion being your defending Class 2A champion, Van Meter being uh, your defending Class 1A champion. So could have the chance of two champions uh, playing each other on the following Saturday. All right, to Class 1A, where their semifinal will be contested a week from today, 10 o'clock. The first game out of the shoot is Columbus Catholic of Waterloo, the Sailors against Grundy Center. This is the second time around matchup. Grundy Center won by a touchdown to, to, to be undefeated. They are the only undefeateds in Class 1A. Uh, and then that and that'll follow then at 1 o'clock by MFL Marmack and Underwood. 10 and 1 teams going at it in Class 1A. Class A bundle. Class A Madrid West Hancock at 10 o'clock on Thursday. East Buchanan Woodbury Central at 1 o'clock. In 8 player you have uh, Bishop Garrigan Winfield at 10 a.m. on Wednesday and Gladbrook and Bedford at 1 p.m. on Wednesday as well. All right, that's the Iowa High School scoreboard for, show for this 2023 season. For Wendell Campbell, John Martinson, Tony Anceni, along with Joe Millage. Good night, everybody. This has been the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show, a joint production of Learfield and Waveguide Communications, brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart been a great uh, season seven with you boys appreciate joe and jake and all the hard work and uh, those out there doing scores but it's been a wonderful season seven thanks for all those out there listening thanks to all the officials good luck to all the teams in the unit it's been real it's been fun and as always it's been real fun thanks for joining us everybody Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Iowa needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Why are interscholastic sports called the last classroom of the day? Because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork, accountability, and perseverance. School sports are so much more than a game. They're about developing the whole person. That's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic sports in Iowa. This message presented by the IHSAA and the Iowa High School Athletic Directors Association. This is Iowa State Cyclone Football on Thunder Country, KIIC, Albia. Craig Ford is more than just the name of our business. It's my name and my reputation. Craig Ford is committed to providing you with the highest customer service and the peace of mind in knowing we won't be beat on price. Check out our website at craigford.com and compare our prices with our competitors. Craig Ford won't be beat on price. Let me say that one more time. Craig Ford won't be beat on price. When you hear a cannon, a tornado siren, and a victory bell, no need to run for cover. This is a cyclone weather alert. It's cyclone football. Touchdown! The Cyclones return to Jack Trice Stadium for homecoming against the Kansas Jayhawks this weekend. That's at the 20 to the 10. Touchdown, Iowa State. Our coverage begins at 4. Your station for Cyclone Sports. Thunder Country, KIIC. 
God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Iowa needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Why are interscholastic sports called the last classroom of the day? Because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork, accountability, and perseverance. School sports are so much more than a game. They're about developing the whole person. That's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic sports in Iowa. This message presented by the IHSAA and the Iowa High School Athletic Directors Association. bad behavior has become normalized at interscholastic athletic events some fans seem angry they lack civility toward one another some even get aggressive and unruly time out what is going on this has to stop let's not forget school sports aren't just about winning and they're definitely not an excuse to take your frustrations out on the official or the opponent they're about teaching lessons like perseverance, respect, and empathy so students can learn and grow as people, not just as players. We all have a role to play in setting a good example for our students and teaching them these important values. So fans, it's time to step up your game and behave positively at interscholastic athletic events in Iowa. This message presented by the IHSAA and the Iowa High School Athletic Directors Association. is the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Here's your host, Iowa Broadcast Hall of Famer, Tony Adzani. And along with John Martinson and Wendell Campbell, I'm Tony Adzani again. Thank you for everybody listening tonight to the quarterfinal round of our playoff edition of the show. Well, we gave you the eight-player scores earlier if you didn't get it. Winfield, Mount Union, 34-29 winners over Don Bosco. Bishop Garrigan defeated Cam Avenida, 26-16. Bedford, 36-24 winners over Lennox. And Gladbrook Rhinebeck, 33-20 winners over Clarksville. We had John Olson, the head coach of Gladbrook Rhinebeck, on earlier on the coach's hotline and brought to you by the Stephoscope. But right now, let's get to the head coach from Bedford and Jeremy Nally. All right, we're getting ready to be joined by Bedford head football coach and eight-player, a quarterfinal round winner. Bedford defeated Lennox 36-24 on Thursday night in a big win for the Bulldogs. They also won their first meeting back on September 8th, 41-30. But right now, the head man himself, Jeremy Nally, joins us on the show. Congratulations, coach, and a big victory. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, Coach, uh, John Martinson, congratulations on the win last night. And what was the, the key to the victory over Lennox? Uh, I think the key last night was, you know, just staying the course, uh, not panicking and trying to get out of our system. And we just kind of stuck with it, and things worked out good. 
Coach, uh, this is Wendell Campbell. They call me the ref. Coach, congratulations. 11-0, not a small feat. Uh, anybody that thinks that's, uh, that's easy to do, you guys are proof. It's, it's a tough road, but you guys have made your way to the, uh, to the dome. You know, looking up and down your roster, got a couple of, uh, got a couple of Nolly kids, uh, playing there underneath you here this, uh, this year. Yep, yep, yep. Got a cousin and I got a son. <laughs> but looking, uh, you guys, no big surprise here. Uh, you guys were able to run the ball very effectively. You know, talk about some of the seniors on this team and just what it means to your, your program, making it back to the Dome. First trip, I believe, since 1998. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's an exciting time. Uh, uh, we, we thought maybe you know, every, every year you kind of think and hope that you got a team that can make a run and, we knew we were going to be deep just because, uh, you know, we kind of got an odd situation where we have a lot of juniors that really uh, bolster our roster. And uh, we thought, well, you know, this would be a good time to make a run because we have, we have good seniors and uh, it's just been a good mix and uh, it's just been a real fun year. We're here on the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show playoff version with Jeremy Nally, the head coach of the Bedford Bulldogs, victorious last night over Lennox, 36-24. Coach, the evolution of eight-player football in the old days, it used to be the gunslingers fight. You know, the scores would be in the 50s and 60s. Uh, you look at this a quarterfinal round meeting and what's going to happen at a dome. Uh, it is a whole changed game. Talk about the evolution of eight-player football and what you've got to learn from it as a head coach yourself. Well, I mean, you know, we're, we're fairly new to it. I think this is our eighth year. Um, you know, you, you always hear when you come in, it's oh, it's a, it's a track and you get a fast guy and it's whoever can get outside, they're going to win it. But, you know, the, the good teams play defense. Yeah. Uh, it's just like uh, any other any other football, whether it's 5A, 2A, 1A, you know, good football teams play defense. They run the ball. Uh, you know, uh, for us, a good game is, you know, holding a, holding a team down and you know, having to grind it out, and that's, that's kind of how Bedford was in the 90s. You know, we just we didn't throw a lot, and uh, we, we've kind of gotten back to that. We kind of lost our identity there for a while, I think, and uh, we've kind of gotten back to it. And hopefully we can maintain it. All right. Well, Coach, thanks for joining us. Congratulations again on the win, and good luck against uh, Glabrick Rhinebeck uh, in the uh, semifinal game at the Dome. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. All right, let's get to the Class 5A score second time around in the quarterfinal round meetings tonight in the Unidome. There will be four teams from Central Iowa advancing, including the two-time defending champs and top-trained Southeast Polk, who improved to 11-0, the only unbeaten in the class. They survived, defeating number 6 Cedar Falls tonight, 21-20. to Also tonight, West Des Moines Valley improves to 6-5 and as they upset number 5 Waukee, 20-7. And number 10, Ankeny Centennial improved to 7-4, and knocking off the Bettendorf Bulldogs, 41 to 14. And it was anking tonight. They lost earlier this season to the Maroons, 35 to 14 tonight. The Hawks rolled. Well, they didn't roll, but they out-blasted a, a good Dowling Catholic team, 14 to 7 in a slugfest. Eighth-rated Ankeny advances, and the head coach of Ankeny, Jeff Bauer, joins us. A lot of bumps and bruises in this one, coach, but it's going to be great to advance to the Unidome, isn't it? Oh, it sure is. Uh very proud of my boys and uh, my coaching staff did a fabulous job this week coach uh, john martinson congratulations on the win coach this is your first year as head coach but you're a native of ankeny aren't you i mean you've you played the game uh, uh, at ankeny high school and and now a, a longtime assistant uh, uh, at uh, for the hawks and and here you are taking a to team to the dome as a first year as head coach this has to be really exciting yes it is i mean 
obviously I love Ankeny and the community here, but uh, yeah, it's it's been a crazy ride. And uh, yeah, I graduated here in '86, played for Coach Pizzetti, and uh, been fortunate and was fortunate that this came came to me. I went for it this year and able to you know inherit a bunch of great kids and uh, put together a great coaching staff. We're talking to head coach Jeff Bauer from Ankeny. Coach, congratulations on the win tonight. You know, uh, two teams, uh, two high schools that are only about three miles apart are going to travel 100 miles next week. Uh, you're, you're familiar with this Ankeny Centennial team. These kids, uh, not only the jitters of getting to state, but, but these are kids they know and kids that they compete against in more than just football. So big game for your team. Yeah, definitely. Uh, obviously, it was an incredible game week one. You know, they jumped out to the lead on us. We fought back and ended up going to overtime and, you know, beat them on a two-point conversion. So it's, uh, you know, it's as even as you could get. And, I mean, they have tons of talent up there. I mean, their skill guys are, I mean, they have speed. They have a great quarterback. So, you know, we'll have our hands full, definitely. Well, Coach Jeff Bauer, I guess if you're here in Central Iowa, you look at who's made it to the Dome, maybe not exactly the way everybody thought it was going to end up to be, but it was pretty, the way the season went, you're not probably surprised that the four teams from Central Iowa are going to be headed to the Unidome, are you as head coach? No, I do. I mean, our, the football around here in Central Iowa, it's it's crazy good. You know, and I mean, I knew, I mean, we started with Centennial, Southeast Polk, Dowling, and Johnston as our first five games. And then we, you know, then we were, you know, got to play Iowa City West and uh, Prairie, who's very good, and Liberty and, you know, Valley. I mean, it was, we didn't get an off week. And, uh, it, it, you know, it was tough week to week, but our team grew from it, and it's an experience. And, you know, when you have to come every week and get prepared, I mean, we, didn't, we never played a perfect game. And, uh, we got a little better each week, and you know I, I think it's paying off for us now. Well, Coach, congratulations on the win. Good luck against Centennial next week in the semifinals, and uh, hey, have a great uh, week of preparation as well. Uh, we will. Thank you very much. That's uh, Jeff Bauer, head coach of the Ankeny Hawks, heading to state uh, after their win over Dowling. The Steffes Group helping bring home to you the Coach's Hotline, the fat nation's fastest-growing auction company. Whether you're interested in buying or selling land or equipment, visit them at steffesgroup.com. Again, the 5A semis have West Des Moines Valley and Southeast Polk at 4 o'clock next Friday, the 10th, and then ten at 7 o'clock, Ankeny Centennial and Ankeny will meet in Class 4A tonight. Let's take a look at what happened in the quarterfinal rounds. Number one, Epworth, Western Dubuque, 21-7. to seven victors over number four, North Scott. It was third-rated Lewis Scott, uh, Lewis Central of Council Bluffs, 32-21 to 21 winners over 10th-rated ADM of Adele. Number eight, Bondurant Farrar defeated number six, Glenwood, 31-21. And the defending champs in Class 4A from last year, Xavier of Cedar Rapids, they were defeated tonight by fifth-rated North Polk. It was the Comets, 17, and second-rated Xavier Saints, 14 in that final. And that sets up the 4A uh, semifinals in the Unidome. For next uh, uh, Thursday, the 9th, 4 o'clock, number 5, North Polk against number 3, Lewis Central. And at 7 o'clock, 8th rated Bondurant Farrar facing number 1, Western Dubuque of Epworth. Those are the 4A semifinals. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more of the Iowa High School quarterfinal round playoff scoreboard show. And as always, we're powered by Learfield. And thanks to those listening on KBKB, Fox Sports 104.5 and AM 1360 in Fort Madison. On Cool Gold 105, KNOD and Harvard. 
Harland, and in Manchester on KMCH, Eastern Iowa's high school play-by-play leader. Back with more of the Scoreboard Show after this timeout. From 5A all the way to 8-player, we'll be back with more on the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by Bex Hybrid. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Bex, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination. Delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. Battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. We leave no warrior behind. Wounded Warrior Project is a nonprofit organization created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war. Whether those scars are physical or mental, we're here to make sure that they heal. And whether it's helping those with post-traumatic stress disorder live a normal life again or giving much-needed support to injured warriors and veterans' hospitals. Because no one deserves our help more than the men and women who risk their lives to keep us safe. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Iowa. Let's break the huddle and get back to the action on the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Along with Wendell Campbell, John Martinson, I'm Tony Etzeni. As we get ready to get another coach on the coach's hotline, let's get, first of all, to the 3A score second time around that we have tonight. And here's John Martinson. So top-ranked Crescent survives an early scare from Webster City, down 19-0 early. They come back to win 50-27 and remain undefeated 11-0, heading to the Dome. Their opponent in the semifinal will be Sioux City Heelan. They needed three overtimes to beat Sioux Center in a second-time-around matchup, 27-26. The Warriors won the first game, 21-0 back in September when those two teams met in district play. Also tonight, it was uh, Williamsburg uh, outlasting Mount Vernon 38-35. to Raiders had a 10-point lead in the second half after three quarters was 38-28. Mount Vernon came back. Williamsburg needed a, a fine goal line stand to withstand the Mustangs and advance to the Dome for Co- Kurt, Coach Kurt Ritchie and the Raiders. They will take on Solon and the Spartans outlasting West Delaware in a 36-35 uh, slugfest uh, between those uh, two teams out of the Walmart Conference. So Saturday in the 3A semifinals, it'll be uh, Bishop Heelan of Sioux City uh, in action against Creston. That'll be the 4 o'clock game. Williamsburg and Solon will meet at 7 o'clock to be a new 3H state champion this year. As uh, those are the scores and the matchups coming up next week for 3A. All right, in Class 4A tonight, Western Dubuque effort, top-ranked team, improving to 10-1, victor- victorious over the Lancers of North Scott, 21-7. And the head coach himself now joins us on the coach's hotline, brought to you by the Steffes Group and stephasgroup.com, Justin Denner. Coach Denner, congratulations. Big victory tonight for your Western Dubuque team. And, uh, you know, you got the target on your back, but one game at a time. Congratulations on the trip to the Unidome. 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this uh, special group of boys, and, and uh, you know, they have incredibly high standards for themselves and, and uh, need to see you know, the, the first of many goals, um, you know, accomplished tonight with, with a, uh, a trip to the Dome, and, and uh, it was awfully difficult. Uh, North Scott's a, a really well-coached football team, and, and uh, Tyler Girardi is a special kind of talent for them at quarterback, but uh, our kids really persevered, and, and it took a goal-line stand uh, to get it done, and, and uh, Obviously, we couldn't be prouder. Well, Coach, uh, you definitely have a, some kind of work on the line. And I don't want to butcher the name, so if I do, you may correct me so I get it right. But Grant Glauser, 27 touchdowns rushing this year, over 2,200 yards. Uh, that front guy, them front guys did a lot of work for that young man this year. Yeah, that uh, that front line. Uh, I've never had a more committed group on on the offensive line in, in uh, 19 years of being a head football coach. Uh, what they did this summer to prepare themselves uh, w- w- was was astounding, and and uh, what what you see now is just the fruits of those labors. And uh, people don't realize you know how much work goes into producing a, a you know a winning football team. And and uh, our boys have, have done the work, and, and now they're starting to reap the benefits of it. Talking to Western Dubuque head coach Justin Denner on the the uh, Bobcats heading back to the state uh, uh, semifinals. Coach, uh, you're not far removed from a state title fight. It's been, what, three, four years maybe when uh, the Bobcats last won when you were in 3A? Just as well as been, you know, 20, it feels like. Uh, yeah, we won it in 19, and, and uh, uh, we lost a heartbreaker to, to Xavier in the championship in 18, which uh, which resonates, it seems like, a little bit more yet. But, uh, uh, yeah, Western Dubuque, uh, you know, baseball has won the last two, and, and track and field got second last year. Um, you know, it's it's – it's a pretty special place with incredibly high standards, and, uh, uh, you know, this is a special time at Western Dubuque High School. Coach, congratulations on the win, and uh, good luck against uh, Bondurant Farrar in the 4A uh, semifinal next week. Sounds great. Go Bobcats. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thank you, Coach Justin Denner, head coach of the uh, Bobcats of Western Dubuque. The uh, Coach's Hotline brought to you by the Steffes Group, your professional auctioneer since 1960. Visit com for hundreds of upcoming auctions. And as John said, 7 o'clock, Bondurant for our Western Dubuque play. Pre- preceding that, 4 o'clock, North Polk and Lewis Central in the 4A semifinals on Thursday the 9th. Let's get to the 2A quarterfinal round scores tonight, and here's Wendell Campbell. And uh, before we get to the scores, let's take out another report. KUOO's Jason Jacobs was at number 5 Spirit Lake as they took on number four West Lion here this evening. In Class 2A Pod C, the quarterfinal at Hafer Field in Spirit Lake saw the Spirit Lake Indians edge the West Lion Wildcats 20-19, a wild game this evening. Spirit Lake scored first in the second quarter. It was an eight-play drive, 45 yards, three minutes and 43 seconds, capped by a 15-yard touchdown catch by Dylan Stecker from Cade Lunt. Extra point was good by uh, Ryder, and it was 7-0 Spirit Lake. That was the score at halftime. The Indians got an onside kick to start the third quarter but they would fumble the ball at the West Lion 11-yard line. It was recovered by Jordan Meyer. West Lion would uh, go three and out. Spirit Lake would also go three and out. And then the Indians would get all the way down to the Wildcats' 13-yard line. And it was an 87-yard pick six by Carson Hugavine to put the Wildcats on the board. They tied it up seven all. Later, early fourth quarter, Spirit Lake driving again. They get all the way down to the Wildcat 8-yard line, this time 
time. A 90-yard pick six by Carson Hogavine to make it 13-7 West Lion as the Wildcats missed the extra point. That was key in the ball game. Spirit Lake responds on the next possession. They have a 15-play drive, 5 minutes and 37 seconds. They went 79 yards, and Bodie Higgins punched it in from one yard out. The extra point was good. It was 14-13 Spirit Lake with a minute 17 to go, but we were far from over. Then it was a 90-yard kickoff touch or kickoff return for a touchdown by Carson Meyer on the ensuing play. Two-point conversion, no good. The Wildcats led 19-14 with a minute to go in the ball game. Spirit Lake responds on the ensuing drive. Second play of the drive, an 84-yard touchdown catch and run by Ethan Stecker. Two-point conversion, no good with 37 seconds on the clock. Spirit Lake leads 20-19. to The Wildcats march all the way down in the final seconds to the Spirit Lake 30-yard line, but a 47-yard field goal attempt comes up just a few yards short, and Spirit Lake escapes with a 20-19 to victory. As close as the game was, the totals really weren't in this ball game, uh, mostly because West Lyon came up with big plays on defense and their own offense wasn't on the field for a good chunk of the game. Spirit Lake, 444 yards of offense compared to 133 unofficially for West Lyon. The Wildcats season ends at 9-2. Spirit Lake is 10-1 and and on to the Unidome for the first time since 2015 when they won it all. Again, the final score, Spirit Lake edges West Lyon 20-19. For Radio Iowa and KUOO, this is Jason Jacobs on the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show. Thanks, Jason, for that update and the recap there as Spirit Lake holds on. And uh, the other finals in Class 2A, number 3, Monticello moves to 10-1, 34-28 winners over number 10, Minneapolis tonight. Uh, number 2, Central Line George Little Rock, your defending 2A champions, will have a chance next week in the semifinal as they defeated number 6, Kemper Catholic, tonight, 48-27. And your number 1 team in Class 2A, Van Meter Loop, moves to 11-0, 31-21 over number 7, PCM. PCM ends their season at 8-3. And for those of you that were keeping track uh, here a couple of a uh, couple of weeks ago, I still have one horse left in that race. Uh, Central Line Georgia Little Rock out of that district is my lone hope uh, to uh, to maybe beat uh, Van Meter for a state championship there in the fighting incentives of the Van Meter Bulldogs. So what does it look like? That means next Saturday, Class 2A semifinals at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, get up, have your eggs and coffee, and let's watch some football. It will be Monticello taking on Van Meter, a really good quarterback in that uh, Preston Reese for that Monticello team. And then at 1 o'clock after lunch, go get your lunch and then come back for some other great football as Spirit Lake will be taking on Central Line George Little Rock, maybe setting up a Van Meter Central Line uh, final here in a couple weeks. So those are all finals in Class 2A, and we're going to jump over to 1A, and that's John Martinson. All right, in Class 1A, Grundy Center thumped to Dyke New Hartford, the top-ranked undefeated uh, Spartans, 40 to nothing over uh, the Wolverines. The Class A 2022 champions are looking to do the same in Class 1A for Coach Travis Zajac and the uh, Spartans. Underwood and uh, OABCIG in action tonight. Tony Correa from KNOD has a report. The Underwood Eagles are returning to the Unidome after their 43-8 victory over OABCIG in the Class 1A quarterfinals tonight. It was an offensive display once again by Garrett Lutt as he threw for 333 yards and four touchdowns, starting it off on the first play of the game with a 60-yard touchdown pass to Mason Boothby to give Underwood an 8 to nothing lead. Boothby and Lutt would hiccup again, this time from 34 yards out to make it a 50 
15-0 lead early on for the Eagles. Then OABCIG would come back with a 14-play 80-yard drive, ending in a Bryson Kohler to Kelston Ladwig 16-yard touchdown pass. The two-point conversion was good, and that made it a 15-8 lead for Underwood at the end of one quarter of play. Then Underwood would go on a 14-play 91-yard drive of their own, ending in a two-yard touchdown run by Graham Jensen to make it a 22-8 lead. Boothley and Lutt would hook up again from 41 yards out to make it 29-8, and then Easton Robertson would hit, uh, get a 28-yard touchdown pass from Garrett Lutt to make it 36-8 at the half. A Maddox Nelson 15-yard touchdown run would end the scoring at four uh, turnovers by OABCIG in this game, including three interceptions by Mason Boothby as the Eagles return to the Unidome with a record of 10-1. and They've now allowed just 14 points in their last seven games. OABCIG finishes their season with a record of 8-3. and For Kennedy Radio, I'm Tony Correa for the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show. All right, thank you, Tony, for that report. Also tonight, it was uh, seventh-ranked Columbus Catholic of Waterloo, 35-14 over third-ranked Sumner Fredericksburg. We heard Matt Ray's report earlier tonight. And fourth-ranked MFL Marmac, 22-7 over fifth-ranked Regina of Iowa City. Setting up the Class 1A semifinals, and that will have uh, 1 o'clock or 10 o'clock. Again, breakfast uh, early, and that uh, you'll have Columbus Catholic and Grundy Center in a second-time-around matchup. Grundy won the first matchup, but it was only by a touchdown. That was early in the year. 10 o'clock start for the Spartans and Sailors, followed by a 1 o'clock, MFL Marmack, the Bulldogs against the Eagles of Underwood. That'll be the second semifinal Friday afternoon, 1 o'clock, Class 1A semifinals. All right, Class 5A has their defending champion heading to the Dome. That's two-time defending champion Southeast Polk. Class 2A has their defending champion heading to the Unidome. Central Lion George Little Rock. All the other classes, all five, will have brand new state champions this 2023 season. We want to thank those affiliates all season long. Again, we got another half hour to go to give you the scores again. More coaches' interviews on the coaches' hotline. And thanks to those listening to Mason City all season long on AM 1490 and 96.7 FM KRIB. KSCJ AM 1360 and 94.9 FM Talk Radio in Sioux City. In Sioux Center on KSOU, the voice of Northwest Iowa sports. In Spencer, Big Country 107.7 FM and News Radio 102.5 and AM 1240 KICD. In Spirit Lake, welcome to the Dome, KUOO. In Storm Lake on Mix 101.7 and KYL-FM. Back with more after this timeout on the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show powered by Learfield. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Iowa needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. together. Listen, the winning will take care of itself. We just have to get everyone involved. In interscholastic sports, we celebrate what makes every one of us unique. And in the pursuit of a common goal, everyone in the huddle, in the bleachers, and in the community comes together. This message presented by the IHSAA and the Iowa High School Athletic Directors Association. 
bad behavior has become normalized at interscholastic athletic events, some fans seem angry. They lack civility toward one another. Some even get aggressive and unruly. Time out! What is going on? This has to stop. Let's not forget, school sports aren't just about winning. And they're definitely not an excuse to take your frustrations out on the official or the opponent. They're about teaching lessons like perseverance, respect, and empathy so students can learn and grow as people, not just as players. We all have a role to play in setting a good example for our students and teaching them these important values. So fans, it's time to step up your game and behave positively at interscholastic athletic events in Iowa. This message presented by the IHSAA and the Iowa High School Athletic Directors Association. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit, because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the IHSAA and the Iowa High School Athletic Directors Association. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Along with Wendell Campbell, the ref, John Martinson, I'm Tony Anceni, Joe Millage, our executive producer. Thanks to Kevin Cunningham all season with the score updates. And we have the scores of all the quarterfinal round games and the pairings for the semifinals in the Unidome beginning next Wednesday with the eight player. We have some more coaches to come up on the coaches hotline. Let's get to the scores again, and we'll start in 5A tonight. We're top-ranked two-time defending champ Southeast Polk beat Cedar Falls 21-20. to It was number eight Ankeny, a 14-7 to victory over Dowling Catholic. Thanks to Jeff Bauer, the head coach, for joining us on the coaches hotline. West Des Moines Valley they surprised Waukee tonight 20-7 to and it was number 10 Ankeny Centennial defeating Bettendorf by the score of 41-14. to Taking a look at the pairings in Class 5A as they head to the Dome on Friday for the semifinals at 4 o'clock West Des Moines Valley takes on Southeast Polk and the Battle of Towns. Ankeny and Ankeny Centennial will meet in the, in the semifinals at 7. In Class 4A tonight we just heard from Coach Justin Denner up there in Western Dubuque as they defeated North Scott, number one over number four, 21 to seven. Number three, Lewis Central, 32-21 winners over 10th rated ADM of Adel. It was eighth rated Bondurant Farrar advancing to the dome with a 31-21 victory over Glenwood. And it was also number five, North Polk defeating number two and defending champ Cedar Rapids Xavier, 17-14. So a new champion to be crowned in 4A. They'll, their semis will be on Thursday the 9th at four o'clock. North Polk and Lewis Central meet. And then at seven o'clock, it's 
the Blue Jays of Bondurant Farrar against Western Dubuque Epworth. You think in that 5A, you think the two Ankeny schools, they can share a bus? Maybe one have like the left side and <laughs> no. one have the right side? No, no. no. You, you don't think that'll... No. Probably won't Just fall. trying to save some gas. Well, I don't you know, think so. You never know. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, well, we're going to skip now past 3A. Let's go back to Class A and A player here, and here's Wendell Campbell. Let's get to those finals in Class A here tonight, and kind of a kind of an oddball here, but three road teams winning tonight uh, as uh, East Buchanan goes on the road and defeats uh, previously undefeated St. Ansgar 30-16. to Your number one team in Class A, Woodbury Central, they have no trouble tonight with number nine, Logan Magnolia, 35 to nothing. The other two road teams that won tonight, number four, West Hancock, 44-22 over Wapsie Valley. We heard from K-Way's Taylor Nitz earlier tonight. And uh, number three, Ma- Madrid goes to 11-0 with a 21-14 defeat of previously unbeaten ACGC. So what does that look like in Class A for next week? And that would be Thursday morning. Get your eggs and coffee and let's watch Madrid take on West Hancock at 10 a.m. And then after lunch, East Buchanan will be taking on Woodbury Central at 1 o'clock. Those are all finals in Class A. Looking over at Class A player, which uh, played last night, and here we have two and two. Two on the road and two at home that got victories last night. First of all, number six, Gladrick Rhinebeck, 33-20 over Clarksville. We heard from uh, Coach John Olson earlier this evening. Uh, number uh, number four, Bedford moves to 11-0, 36-24 defeat of Lennox last night. And we heard from Coach Jeremy Nolly uh, earlier tonight as well. And then it was number one, Winfield Mountain Union in Class 8 player. They moved to 11-0 with a 34-29 defeat of the Dons of Don Bosco. Don Bosco ends their season at 9-3. and uh, 9-2, I'm sorry, 9-2. This would have been the 11th game. And then uh, finally in Class 8 player, Bishop Garrigan, uh, as they hosted number two, Camavanita. Camavanita ends their season at 10-1 and as Bishop Garrigan gets the win tonight, or last night, 26-16. to And I believe we have Marty Wadley uh, on the, the coach's hotline right now with Tony. Let's get back to the coach's hotline right now. And last night, Bishop Garrigan of Algona improved to 10-1 and on the year with a big 26-16 victory over previously unbeaten and number two rated Cam of Anita. And head coach Marty Wadley joins us on the hotline. Coach, congratulations. Nice big win last night. Now your team is headed up to Cedar Falls in the Unidome. Yeah. Our seniors and our program and our, and our school and our community, uh, tell you what, it, uh, it was a hard-fought battle last night. And our kids... Uh, just kept having that, you know, that that fire and that will and that intensity of fortitude. Just keep after it and keep plugging away. And what a great job they did last night. Uh, talking to head coach Marty Wadley from Bishop Garrigan. Coach, congratulations on a big win. You know, you, you start your season off with a loss. It's, it's tough coming out of all the two-a-days and summer practices, but you guys have ra- racked off, you know, 10 straight wins here. Um, you, you've had uh, 32 seasons there at uh, Bishop Garrigan, so, you know, this is uh, nothing nothing new for you, but, you know, just talk about, you know, your senior leadership on this team and what it means for you guys to get back there, uh, first time back uh, since 2018 in the playoffs, and then you guys get, have are on the road to the Dome. Well, you know, we only have seven seniors out. They're they're great kids, and they've worked really hard. Uh, this group, uh, I think, this group of seniors before this year never won a homecoming game. Uh, I don't think they had a winning season uh, with all three of the previous years going into this year. And uh, they've worked really hard in the off season and done a great job. And 
and just worked at becoming better teammates and better players and have improved tremendously. And, and, you know, we talk about this, and maybe I mentioned this last week, I don't know, but, you know, we, we talk about our seniors being leaders and, and not just kind of showing people the way, but grabbing them by the hand and pulling them right along with them. And I think this group has done a great job of that this year. And with our juniors and our sophomores that are playing along with these kids, uh, uh, they've just done a really good job and have things clicking very well, and they're playing really hard. That's one thing I say about our kids. Our kids play hard. We're talking to Marty Wadley, the head coach of Bishop Garrigan of Algona, as they head to the Unidome in eight-player fashion on Wednesday, November 8th. We'll take on top-rated and unbeaten Winfield Mount Union. And, Coach, i got to say this. How do you prepare now as a head coach? You know what your football team's all about. You're going to know what Winfield Mount Union's all about. But how do you get them ready for 10 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> well, that, that, that might be a little bit tough. But, uh, you know, I think we'll just, we'll just go with it. We're going to try and leave here about 5.45 or so and jump on the bus and, and head towards Cedar Falls. And they can relax for a while there. And, you know, it's uh, it's, it's going to be a little bit different just because we're not used to playing that. This is, I think this is the first time. That's be the fifth time I've coached in the semis. I think this is the first time out of those five. No, first and fourth time. I'm sorry. This is the fourth time. This be the first time we've ever played the early game. We usually play the 1.30 or 1 o'clock game. So be a little bit different. But we'll, we know we'll have a pretty set schedule on what we're going to do and, and that. And one thing it does take, and if you've ever coached in the Udoma before, it doesn't take very long to warm up. So you're going to get you're going to get there and you're going to get your picture taken and all that stuff and neat. And then we'll get out there on the field and tell you what, you can warm up pretty quick in a short amount of time in the Udoma. And I tell you what, Coach, uh, having that 10 o'clock game, it's going to be all about who can get up and be ready to play football right away. And, and I think that uh, you know may play in your favor. You've been able to get your kids off the off the bus, like I said, out of that hotel room and ready to play at 10 o'clock in the morning. But, uh, Coach, congratulations. A great season uh, for, for Bishop Garrigan. We hope, uh, hope maybe a couple more weeks of practice for, for your seven seniors and the rest of the Golden Bears. Well, thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. We're sure, we're sure that's our goal anyway. We're sure going to see what we can do on Wednesday. All right, Coach, thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck uh, in the Dome. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it again, guys. Thank you. And the Cephas Group, the nation's fastest-growing auction company, bringing you the uh, coaches' hotline. Visit them at cephasgroup.com. As we take a look at Class 3A, it was uh, Creston staying undefeated, 50-27 to over Webster City. Solon by one point better than uh, West Delaware. And a uh, shootout tonight, 36-35. Same for Williamsburg. They hold off Mount Vernon late at uh, Williamsburg, 38-35. And a three-overtime dandy played between Bishop Helan of Sioux City and Sioux Center. Doug Brook of KC- KSOU has this report. Class 3A, fourth-ranked Sioux Center advances to the quarterfinal round of the Iowa High School football playoffs with a 28-21 win tonight over Algona at Open Space Park in Sioux Center. The game started out fast, looking like it might be a shootout. Algona got on the board first, a five-play, 76-yard scoring drive, capped off by a 15-yard touchdown pass from Alex Mansky to Park. Porter Reefer. Sioux Center answered its first play from scrimmage was a 63-yard touchdown pass from Brody Van Regenmorter to uh, Cade Bauer to tie the game at 7. Then uh, Algona on its next play from scrimmage, a 59-yard touchdown pass on an halfback option from Evan Alley to Porter Reefer. The uh, extra point failed, uh, leaving Algona in front by a 
score of 13-7. to Later on in the quarter, Elgona would block a Sioux Center punt to set up a short field, and uh, they would score another touchdown on an 8-yard run by Alex Mansky. And Elgona led 21-7 to at the end of the first quarter. But the Sioux Center defense dug in the rest of the way, and the Warriors would chip away at that lead. Solomon T. would score on a one-yard touchdown run, making it 21-14 to at halftime. In the second half, the Warriors would add a one-yard touchdown run from Seth Anderson and a five-yard run from Solomon T. to take the lead with 3.13 left to go in the third. And uh, the Sioux Center defense uh, held uh, the rest of the way for a 28-21 to victory. Uh, Sioux Center defensively forced five Algona turnovers, including three interceptions. It was the first three picks of the year thrown by junior quarterback Alex Mansky of Algona. Solomon T. rushed for 130 yards to lead the Sioux Center offense. Cade Bauer, the player of the game with the touchdown reception on offense, two interceptions defensively. Sioux Center moves on to the Class 3A quarterfinals, defeating Algona 28-21. From Open Space Park in Sioux Center for Sioux County Radio Sports in the Iowa High School Football Scoreboard Show, I'm Doug Brew. So the uh, 3A semifinals Saturday at 4 o'clock, Crescent and Sioux City Hilo, or Bishop Hilo of Sioux City, followed by Williamsburg and Solon, a rematch of a district uh, game won by Solon overtime uh, earlier this year. That's a 7 o'clock matchup for Raiders and Spartans. All right, we're going to take a break. Thanks to those on AM 1470 and 96.3 FM K-Way Sports Network in Waverly and in Webster City on Q95 KQWC and all of our great affiliates this 2023 Iowa High School football season. The Iowa High School football scoreboard show, we have about eh, less than 20 minutes left on our season capper as a team's head of the dome for the championship rounds, the semifinals, and the finals. We'll be back with more scores from 2A, 1A, A, and A player as well, and we'll recap the semifinals after this timeout. From Lake Okaboji to Lake Rathbun, we've got more scores coming up here on the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show, brought to you by Bex Hybrid. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Beck's, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination. Delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Beck's, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. Part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. 
sponsored by the Iowa Army National Guard, aired by the Iowa Broadcasters Association and this station. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you, too, can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Iowa Army National Guard. Aired by the Iowa Broadcasters Association at this station. This is the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Here's your host, Iowa Broadcast Hall of Famer, Tony Adzani. Two receivers from the short side of the field, one out to the left on the wide side. Speaker in the shotgun, takes the snap, back to throw. Here comes Trainer. Speaker unloads, and it's picked off. Sam Plath has it again. He's across the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. Sam Plath down to the 15-yard line. His second pick of the night. Great to work by our affiliates all across the, the board, river to river, border to border, as we say. That's uh, KLGA's Tyler Lance and that uh, Bishop Garrigan and uh, Cam matchup. Tony? Let's get back to the coach's hotline. And right now, the coach on the hotline is Scott McCarty, the head coach of Winfield Mountain Union, one of the two unbeaten teams left in Class A player. After defeating seventh-rated and perennial power Don Bosco, 34-29 to on Thursday night as they head to the semifinals in the Unidome. Coach McCarty, big victory. Congratulations on advancing to the dome. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. First time for Winfield Mountain Union since when uh, going to the dome, Coach? Uh, I think it's the first time since 1999 that Wolves making the trip. So celebrating like it's 1999 then. I, that oh, that makes perfect sense. There Where's is. the drum world at? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, nice job. And uh, a game, it was a five-point uh, margin like uh, Tony mentioned. Uh, game was close all the way? What's that? I'm what, sorry? Was that game clo- Was your game with the Dons close all the way? out they scored first drive um and then we had to come back we ended up having a lead it was tied at half um we had, we ended up getting about a 10 point 11 point lead uh they scored um and they cut it to five uh and then they had the ball marching at the end um they had a chance we put some pressure on their quarterback he rolled out he threw it to the end zone as time was expiring and we uh we picked it to seal the deal uh so pretty dramatic fashion there for us uh last night Talking to head coach uh, Scott McCarty from Winfield Mountain Union and the Wolves uh, advanced onto the dome. Coach McCarty, congratulations! You know, looking at uh, your schedule and doing some homework for tonight, uh, your defense has really stepped up. And looking uh, guys like Cam Buffington and Abraham Edwards, and, and talk about the senior leadership on your defense that's really been shutting people out all season. Yeah, absolutely. And you talked about two of the main main factors there. Uh, Cam and Abraham have done a really nice job of leading the way. Um, you know, Cam as a linebacker and Abram as a defensive end. And, uh, you know, we were talking uh, as assistant coaches, we were, you know, trying to figure something out at the end of the game. And Abram's like, don't call blitz, just let me do what I do. 
and he did. He did a really nice job, so he leads the way. And then um, another couple of seniors, especially Cole Milks, um, he's had a really nice year for us as a defensive back. Um, and, and our seniors are very senior dominant. Um, you know, we're eight man, and I think we start six seniors on both sides of the ball. So those guys have been around. They've played a lot of football, and, and they've seen a lot of things. Um, you know, so the game's coming pretty slow to them. Uh, you know, and, and those guys just they work hard, um, and, and so we're seeing a lot of we're seeing success because of their preparation um, for every game. Do you uh, so looking to do you give Cam a, a playoff? He's got uh, you know 1,300 yards so far the so far this season and leading your team in tackles. So does he ever get a get to take a playoff and drink some water? Or is he just the guy that's out there beginning to end? No, we we, we try and um, manage it a little bit with him. Um, you know, we like I said, we've had some guys that have stepped up. Um, our quarterback Jake Edwards has done a really nice job uh, in the passing game where we can alleviate some of those hits and things on Cam. Um, you know, Cole Milks, Carter Lloyd, Abram Edwards. Eli Miller, all those guys, you know, their numbers aren't as, as big and, and as exciting as Cam's, but they're extremely important because they take hits off of them. I think compared to last year, he's about 75 carries less than where he was at, and so his body feels a lot better. Um, he's a fresher for defense, and, and it, that's the main reason, right? You know, we only give up 11 points a game uh, in eight-man football right now, and that's a, that's a pretty big number. Um, you know, that's pretty impressive, and a lot of that has to do with him being able to go and run sideline to sideline and make plays for us as a linebacker. We're talking to head coach Scott McCarty of Winfield Madden Union. They'll take on Bishop Garrigan of Algona on Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock in the Unidome in the semifinals of Class A player. Coach McCarty, you brought the Edwards name up, and before we got on the air with you, I brought up Jess Settles High School, and then, of course, you said Clay Edwards, of course, the Iowa State. And, and of course, Jess went to Iowa back in the days playing some big-time basketball for those schools. The Edwards name's definitely uh, probably his son. Is that right? And, uh, his oldest son is Abram. Uh, he has a, his middle son is Jake, and then he has a younger uh, his youngest son Max is also on the team who plays receiver and tight end for us. So he's got three boys, and, and he's on the right. staff. So it's kind of a it's a fun dynamic for us. That's a small world because I remember when I first started covering high school sports. Uh, those are the guys that I was remembering in small town town Iowa. And one thing about Iowa that's really cool, you see them go back home, and that's a good story here in Winfield Mount Union. Again, we're talking with head coach Scott McCarty of Winfield Mountain Union. Coach, talking to you know, a little bit about the Golden Bears of Bishop Garrigan, you know, 32 season uh, head coach Marty Wadley. Um, this is their 20th trip to the playoffs, so no no uh, real secret there. But what do you know about the Golden Bears? Point uh, of the season, you're playing high quality opponents. Um, you know, they've got some nice sized kids. You know, they, they, they're just physical. A lot, of, a lot of positives for that program. Uh, they spread the ball around really well. Um, they're going to be downhill. And, and I think it was a, a good matchup for us with Don Bosco, as physical as Don Bosco was, uh, because I believe Garrigan's going to play very similar to that. Um, you know, and so we got tested a little bit with Gar- or excuse me, with Bosco, um, and now we have Garrigan who plays. I mean, they don't run the same schemes and stuff, but they're very similar in their, their mentality and, and physicality. So, um, you know, it's going to be a, a, a tough challenge for us, but um, I think our kids are going to be, be ready. They're going to be excited for the opportunity, like, uh, like we were saying, first time since 1999, and, and so our kids are going to try and soak it all up, but not let the moment get too big for them. Well, Coach McCarty, thanks for joining us. Uh, congratulations on the win last night. Good luck this Wednesday uh, in the Dome. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks.
for having me on. And that's uh, Coach Scott McCarty at uh, Winfield Mountain Union and the Wolves uh, taking on Bishop Garrigan in the state semifinal this coming Wednesday. All right, we're going to get head coach Brad Schmidt of Columbus Catholic efforting him after the break. We'll take a timeout. It's the closing bell of the Iowa High School scoreboard show for this 2023 season. We'll get you the semifinal round matchups and the coach's interview after this timeout. Powered by 5A, Michigan. all the way to 8-player. We'll be back with more on the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by Bex Hybrid. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Bex, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. Hi, I'm Dr. Anita Chandra with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Helmets are important for every bike ride, no matter how short. Did you know helmets are also important to wear when skateboarding, inline skating, or riding a scooter? A helmet can protect against a skull fracture or other facial injuries. Look for a helmet that fits correctly and that's certified for safety. Make sure you and your child wear a helmet every time. For more, visit HealthyChildren.org or talk with your pediatrician. Have you noticed bad behavior has become normalized at interscholastic athletic events? Some fans seem angry. They lack civility toward one another. Some even get aggressive and unruly. Time out! What is going on? This has to stop. Let's not forget, school sports aren't just about winning. And they're definitely not an excuse to take your frustrations out on the official or the opponent. They're about teaching lessons like perseverance, respect, and empathy so students can learn and grow as people, not just as players. We all have a role to play in setting a good example for our students and teaching them these important values. So fans, it's time to step up your game and behave positively at Interscholastic Athletic Events in Iowa. This message presented by the IHSAA and the Iowa High School Athletic Directors Association. What a different world we would live in if we could predict the future. Then we'd be able to see our mistakes before we allowed them to happen. All generations have weathered through one unfortunate choice or another. Some appalling, others thoroughly humbling. Today, we have an obligation to not repeat the blunders of our past. We can't wait for something wrong to happen before we do the right thing. There's too much at stake to just look the other way. Don't text and drive. It's the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Now back to the studio. All right, along with the ref, Wendell Campbell, John Martinson, I'm Tony Asini, Joe Millage, our producer. Thanks again to Kevin Cunningham with the score reports all season long as we have given you all the scores as these teams head to the Unidome. And let's take a look now as we close down tonight at the semifinal round matchups in each of the classes. And we'll begin in Class 5A. Well, they'll play on Friday, the 10th of November. And at 4 o'clock, it'll be West Des Moines Valley 
And number one, Southeast Polk. Southeast Polk, the two-time defending champs. West Des Moines Valley, 32 straight postseasons. So that's the largest streak in Iowa high school football history. And they met in week one. And it was Southeast Polk just getting by 24 to 18. And I'm pretty sure uh, multiple people in this studio said when, when Valley started slow, you know, they started 0 and 4. 0 and 4. Yeah. Give them some time. A Gary Swenson coach team, you know, they're going to figure it out, and they most certainly have. They keep that uh, that streak alive, and now we see they're going to take another trip to the Dome. And, you know, they've got some really good football fields around Des Moines. Maybe they start <laughs> playing that 5A championship game not on the Dome. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Well, the 7 o'clock game, they might as well stay in town because it's 10th-rated Ankeny. Centennial at seven and four, taking on eighth-rated Ankeny at eight and three. Half of so. Des Moines, half of Des Moines, is going to be in that, uh, going to be in that town. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, for the semifinals in Class Four A, they're on Thursday the ninth at four o'clock. It'll be fifth-rated North Polk. They are nine and two, taking on nine and two and number three-rated Lewis Central at Council Bluffs. That'll be followed by the seven o'clock game where we'll have top-ranked Western Dubuque of Epworth at ten and one, facing eighth-rated Bondurant Farrar at nine and two. So basically, last person out of Polk County. You know, We'll turn the lights off next week because they'll all be headed to the dome. All right, in Class 3A at 4 o'clock, and this, these games will be on Saturday, a week from tomorrow. 4 o'clock, uh, Bishop Heelan, the, the, they've won five straight road games coming into the state semifinal. Their first semi since 2014 as they take on the top seed and only undefeated team in 3A left. That is Creston and the Panthers as they fell down uh, 19 early tonight to Webster City, came back to win uh, impressively over the, uh, the links. And then at 7 o'clock, it's Solon and Williamsburg, battle of 10-1 and one teams. Uh, we'll meet for the second time this year. Solon won the district matchup in overtime earlier this year. So you're saying the Crusaders, who have five road wins this year, won more games than they've won, than they've won in the last three years well, that's combined. Right. That's right, yeah. yeah. By, so that's five straight road wins yeah. going into this uh, contest in the Dome. And by the way, 5A's defending champion is back, Southeast Polk. 4A, new champion coming, Xavier's out. 3A, new, new champion's champion. coming because yep. Harlan's out. Yep. Let's go to 2A. And in 2A, we have the opportunity to have two defending state championships uh, <laughs> potentially playing each other as your uh, Saturday on the 11th uh, 10 a.m. game will be Monticello and uh, great quarterback Preston Reese looking to break uh, all sorts of records. I think he has broke Hunter Decker's uh, all-time passing record here in Iowa. They will be taking on uh, Van Meter and the hopes and dreams of Tony Etzeni. <laughs> Why uh, do you do this to me? <laughs> as they look to go to 12-0, and a great game at 10 a.m. And then at 1 o'clock after lunch uh, you've got Spirit Lake 10 and one coming into this one will be taken on Central Lion, George Little Rock uh, at 11 and 0, and the hopes of that District 2 in Class 2A, and my uh, my uh, prediction from earlier in the season, so we'll see if we can have that. So Central Lion being your defending Class 2A champion, Van Meter being uh, your defending Class 1A champion, so could have the chance of two champions uh, playing each other on the following Saturday. Alright, to Class 1A, where their semifinal will be contested a week from today, 10 o'clock, the first game out of the shoot is Columbus Catholic of Waterloo, the Sailors against Grundy Center. This is the second time around matchup. Grundy Center won by a touchdown to, to, to be undefeated. They are the only undefeateds in Class 1A. Uh, and then that, and that'll follow then at 1 o'clock by MFL Marmack and Underwood. 10 and 1 teams going at it in Class 1A. Class A, Bundle. Class A, Madrid, West Hancock at 10 o'clock on Thursday. East Buchanan, Woodbury Central at 1 o'clock. In 8 player, you have uh, Bishop Garrigan Winfield at 10 a.m. on Wednesday and Gladbrook and Bedford at 1 p.m. on Wednesday as well. All right, that's the Iowa High School scoreboard for, show for this 2023 season. For Wendell Campbell, John Martinson, Tony Anceni, along with 
Joe Millage. Good night, everybody. This has been the Iowa High School Scoreboard Show, a joint production of Learfield and Waveguide Communications. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. It's been a great uh, season seven with you boys. Appreciate Joe and Jake and all the hard work and uh, those out there doing scores, but it's been a wonderful season seven. Thanks for all those out there listening. Thanks to all the officials. Good luck to all the teams in the Unidome. It's been real. It's been fun. And as always, it's been real fun. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Craig Ford is more than just the name of our business. It's my name and my reputation. Craig Ford is committed to providing you with the highest in customer service and the peace of mind in knowing we won't be beat on price. Check out our website at craigford.com and compare our prices with our competitors. Craig Ford won't be beat on price. Let me say that one more time. Craig Ford won't be beat on price. When you hear a cannon, a tornado siren, and a victory bell, no need to run for cover. This is a cyclone weather alert. It's Cyclone Football. Touchdown! The Cyclones return to Jack Trice Stadium for homecoming against the Kansas Jayhawks this weekend. That's a to the 10. Touchdown, Iowa State! Our coverage begins at 4. Your station for Cyclone Sports. Thunder Country, KIIC. Association. This is Iowa State Cyclone Football on Thunder Country KIIC Albert.